start the new year right. Twelve o'clock tonight, when they dim the light, let's begin. Rumble! <laughs> Rumble into 2020, everybody. Uh, no, we're not still partying from last night. Um, this is Michael Moore. You're listening to Rumble with Michael Moore, uh, my new podcast. And it is uh, 2020. We have entered a new year, a new decade. And um, and I'm sitting here in our little podcast studio that we built uh, with the executive producer and the brains behind this operation. A young man who's uh, been a producer on many of my films over the last uh, 15 uh, years or so. And... Um, and I want to introduce him to you right now. His name is Basil Hamden. And uh, th- welcome, Basil, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We made it. 2020. We, we made it. We made it. <laughs> Although people have been complaining that this isn't actually the end of a decade. Um, oh, there's you, that whole thing. That whole that the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the zero is the 10th year. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. We can no. just ignore that. Ignore yeah. all of that. They did that back uh, with uh, in the year uh, 2000. Uh, whether that was the beginning of a new century. Math is not going to be our specialty on Rumble. Let's just preface that right now, that math is not going to be our go-to. That's true. Yeah. We are a fact-based uh, true, podcast, true, true. but we are not a math-based exactly. podcast. Exactly, yeah. I noticed you're not wearing a math button over there. <laughs> no. no, no, no. They didn't like you. The, the Yang Gang didn't like your, your, your tweet the other day about, oh, uh, oh, about, really? that, about that subject. But. Oh, I'm sorry about that. I know people were so excited. I liked them. I, I thought at least there's some fresh ideas here. And, uh, you know, I thought it was, it was good that he was in. Is he still in? He's still in the race, but not really because he eliminated himself. Uh, this past uh, uh, Sunday on uh, this week with George uh, Stephanopoulos. Of course, George wasn't there. There was a fill-in for him. And this guy just played uh, Andrew Yang some tape of him saying that he was for Medicare for All, but not really <laughs> for Medicare for All. And it was I, we won't go into it now. You can look, look it up. I, I posted it on Twitter, and uh, Sean King did also. It was very, it's a very sad self-immolation of... Uh, of otherwise, an otherwise nice guy. He worked in the Obama administration. Uh, he cares about people, and uh, but uh, has taken the same shift that the other candidates. Remember the first debate? They all raised their hand. I think all but one. Was it? Was it all but all but John Delaney? If I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that when they when they who's here for it's for Medicare for all. And they all raised their hands, and then they've spent since uh, whenever that was. Uh, back in the uh, late summer, uh, walking it back, trying to not be for Medicare for all, trying to change the words to universal health care, but they're not, you know, they understand that people don't want to give up their private, like get, it's like there's not going to be any giving up. If you've got great health insurance, uh, you know, under Medicare for all, that just transfers to everybody else. You'll have that. And guess what? All your fellow Americans will have it. But this is New Year's Day. We're not going to talk about Medicare for all or all the other things that we're going to work very hard for this year. Um, uh, if you listen to uh, last night's uh, show, uh, our new year's Eve, uh, actually it was our, it was our rumbling new year's Eve, our Dick Clark new year's rumbling Eve special, uh, here on rumble 
and uh rest in peace dick and yes no oh, speak no speak no ill of the dead i already i already uh did that in uh, bowling for columbine um the clark uh segment of the movie there but listen um i asked the people listening to the show the podcast here if they would uh kindly send in uh either a voicemail today or an email or a tweet or whatever but I want to, I want to put the listeners of the show on to the show for the first time here um, because we're going to be doing a lot of that this year with this podcast and other things we're going to be doing to uh, organize, bring others into this, do this together. Those of you who are listening right now, um, uh, my only interest in doing this actually is if I can do it with you. If it's just going to be, you know, me yakking away and, Everybody else just going, yeah, that's, boy, that's, that's a nice podcast. I don't, then that's not, I will have failed. Um, I'm hoping that I'm coming on the online here on this podcast to tell you that I'm, I want to be down with you and what we've got to do to fix things. Uh, I'm with you. You're with me. I can't, I, I don't know. I know there's a Mr. Rogers song in there somewhere, but um, anyway, so we asked people to send in their emails and tweets. And we gave a, we had a voicemail operation here where they could actually leave a message. And Basil and I are going to read uh, the, the tweets and the emails, and then we're going to play for you uh, some of the uh, responses. So, and I asked people not for resolutions, but for declarations and, you know, like declare what you are going to do this year. And I, um, and it could be anything, it could be something just in your community or neighborhood or, or globally, or whatever it is, um, and and I started off by making my declarations for the year. Um, that number one, by the end of the year, I want to hear the words "President Elect Bernie Sanders." Um, and again, that's that's you know me, but I'm you know, I know there are people out there listening who are for Elizabeth Warren and others. And all I want you to do is to do the work that's needed to be done this year to get your candidate elected. Don't sit around. I mean, we're just weeks away from the first caucus and then we'll all get behind whoever, you know, the Democrat is assuming, you know, this was done fairly and squarely. Um, the, um, there's no real caveat there. Actually. I just am saying that because I want to warn the DNC that I know how you've rigged this. I know, I know that, uh, the super delegates, the people that are unelected by the people, don't get to really have, they don't get to vote on the first ballot. The first ballot's going to be like a supposedly a pure ballot uh, based on the actual votes of the actual people in the 50 states and the territories. And um, that's, uh, that's who the nominee is going to be unless I'm not going to be able to quote the rules directly, but if there isn't a majority on that first ballot, then on, I think the second ballot somewhere in there, the super delegates get to come back in and vote. And that's when they take it away from the people. And, um, you know, they wake up Joe Biden and tell him that he's just been nominated for as the Democratic nominee as president of the United States. And he's all spit shine and happy. And and then we 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 proceed as we did nearly four years ago down the road uh, to a, um, a Clinton like outcome where Joe Biden wins the popular vote by a massive margin and uh, loses the Electoral College vote. To Donald Trump. Okay, I didn't even want to say that on New Year's Day. We're trying to be happy here today. So I'm just saying that's what I don't want to have happen. So my declaration was to stop that from happening. My second declaration was to get back to going out on my nightly walk 
and maybe take you listing with me sometimes. Uh, my, my third uh, declaration was to uh, visit more college campuses and talk and listen to young people. Young people are, are the ones that are really leading the revolution now. Uh, they're appropriately and sufficiently angry at us older adults, good for them, absolutely. Uh, we have left them with a, a planet that's in horrible shape in a country that has essentially lost whatever form of democracy we claimed we had. So um, so good on them. And I, my third declaration was to, was to, was to be with them uh, in whatever way uh, that I can. Uh, and, and, and my fourth declaration was my call for lowering the voting age to age 16. There's already a half a dozen countries that have done this. It's turned out that, that those countries that lower the voting age to 16, when kids start voting in high school, they vote for the rest of their lives at a much higher rate than when the voting age is 18 and they start voting after they're out of school and they don't start a rhythm, rhythmic process that they would start if they were in high school and everybody's registered to vote in high school. And uh, it's just, it's an idea that I've seen happen. I've, I've, I, I went there, I observed it, Austria, Brazil, Scotland did it in their um, referendum that they had as to whether or not to separate from the UK. So that was number four. And, and my and my fifth one was that whatever I am gaining from the tax, uh, the Trump, uh, the new Trump tax law, um, I'm spending that, uh, whatever savings I get from that, I'm spending all of that on uh, trying to get rid of Trump uh, and trying to fix some of the things uh, in this country and, and, uh, and contribute in that way. I, I, I am not morally allowed uh, to uh, pocket any tax cut in a time like this. And so I, my fifth declaration was to, was to say, that's that. So did you have any basil? I mean, were you, uh, were you thinking about it when we did this last night? Uh, did you fall asleep thinking about it? Did you dream about it? I dreamt I've been dreaming about it. I've, I've had a one track mind here, which is to help make rumble a force to be reckoned with in 2020. Um, you know, we, we initially thought of these first few podcasts as spring training just to, you know, get our feet under us and, and get, get us going. Uh, but I, I guess to our surprise, we're, we're doing really, really, really well, really early, but, uh, we've got much bigger plans than this, which is to, to make rumble, um, a major, major, major factor, uh, in media, uh, in politics, in organizing, uh, the country needs it. We need it. And that is my, my declaration is, is to make that happen. To grow this from just a, a podcast. Yes. I think the way we've been talking about this is to have it be a place primarily on the internet, uh, that can bring, uh, information, news, education, et cetera, uh, to people in a way that's not necessarily brought to them in the way that it comes to them through other forms, although there are many good people doing many good things and we're going to highlight them um, on this podcast, but also to have a site essentially on the, on the internet, a rumble site um, where that will be both. It will be audio like this. It'll be video. We'll have a, our, our YouTube. We've got our YouTube uh, channel set up um, where you can also listen to this right now, the audio version of this, but we will um, um, I think we're going to make some, little short films and videos that we will 
we'll be up to our usual um, shenanigans. Uh, we'll just put it that way that people are used to from my films. We'll we'll be doing that uh, this year. Um, we'll have writers. So we'll have some really good um, um, analysis of what's going on and some good investigative reporting, et cetera. So this is all part of the uh, larger plan, but there's also the political organizing arm of this that that we want to do i mean if if you want to just touch on that just a little bit yeah i mean you know people know in your work you you don't pretend to be unbiased or or you know balanced you know in in air quotes uh because it's impossible for a human to be unbiased yes the very the very fact that we're human beings means that we have feelings biases uh preferences etc so any so-called reporter or uh you know that says that they're trying to be that they they're just it's a con at this point i think i think most people are onto that i think one of the big reasons there's so much distrust of the media is that many of even our better media outlets they consider themselves objective and unbiased and they think of themselves as down the middle as if that's not an ideology of its own People know where we're coming from, and so we don't have to hide our politics. We don't have to hide our intentions, mm-hmm. uh, right. who we want to win, where we want to see the country go, um, where we want to see the world go. It's very tied into the journalism that we do, the activism and the journalism. Right. Um, so people will be seeing a lot more of that, I think. Um yeah, and we'll and we'll get into we'll talk a little bit more about that in the in the coming weeks. But um, we wanted to start with the podcast, and again, like you said, we just thought, why don't we just let's start let's start this over the holidays. Nobody will be listening, right? They're busy. Christmas, New Year's, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, um, the college football playoff games. You know, all the important religions <laughs> are covered in these in these two weeks. So we just thought we would just let's just let's just start and. Uh, and we did, and um, the thing really kind of took off. And the really, it's, it's really kind of just the two of us. And um, we, we have a wonderful tech engineer, uh, uh, Nick, and um, and and we've had um, well, the people. Actually, this podcast room was essentially built by my uh, nieces and my nephew and my and my my sister. Actually, I should. It's kind of a family affair in a way. My two sisters. Uh, uh, my, uh, my, uh, nieces, uh, Kelsey and Leah have been here and Kelsey's husband, Joe, and they, they, uh, researched all this of how to, I mean, none of them do this for a living, uh, but they, um, uh, they helped me, uh, get this thing off the ground, helped me build this room. And, um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for, uh, family members that I have, um, we can do this. I can do this with. And um, and we had we had a lot of good advice uh, from people that we asked who had podcasts, uh, Sean King and and uh, and others um, that we met with while we were thinking about doing this. Yeah, the great folks at Endeavor Audio were were very helpful. Very ben, very helpful. Ben Riskin and and the guys there. And I, I hope I think will continue to be absolutely so. absolutely. Three Six Eight Studios has been very uh, helpful to us. Okay, oh, uh, yeah, they're, they're connected to Casey. I mean, they're yes, yes, uh, one of the great YouTube stars, and 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 uh, they've been very helpful. I mean, to, to the point where we just called them up one day and we needed a a couple of uh, portable lav mics and. Sure, just come down and yeah, pick them the, up. Uh, 
That that was actually for the Robert De Niro episode. You 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 heard that uh, through uh, through Lav Mike's uh, generously uh, donated to us uh, or, or borrowed to and us. And they do this for a lot of yeah, yeah. people uh, uh, who are trying to start their own podcast or whatever. Um, Anchor is this great uh, hosting platform that we're on that is free. It's free to anybody. Free for you to set up your podcast and put it out there. Um, uh, there, they, we met with them and they said, we are about, uh, the democracy angle of podcasting that, uh, that it be available to anyone and that anyone is able to do it. And we will help them do that. This a, they're very egalitarian in this way. And, uh, we were fortunate to, uh, to meet with some of them, uh, and other people that have had podcasts. We've uh, talked to Nick Hanauer and others who, um, have podcasts and kind of, Given us the, you know, the good folks at uh, Chapo Trap House uh, well, have have been uh, have been very generous with their ideas and and the and, good and folks. Their... That's too <laughs> these these guys these uh, guys in this and then the, um, they are so funny and so right on. Um, if you haven't heard their podcast, uh, it's total pandemonium. They're the dirt. They're the voice of the dirt bag left. They're the voice of the dirt bag left. Chapo Trap House. So. So we're leaving out some people here. We will mention them uh, later, but um, we're grateful to anybody who's given us any advice on, on how to do something that we've never done before. And um, and then we just started, and then boom, in like uh, four days or so, we were at the top of the charts, um, both the news podcast charts and then the overall podcast charts. And you were just checking it before we started recording here today, and today we're... We're at number two of all news podcasts in the country. Right behind the Daily uh, by the New York Times. Um, and yeah, still still up at number two. It's it's amazing how... Yeah, we've been at one or two yeah. on the news uh, podcasts. And um, we have no explanation or uh, justification for this. We're just grateful that, because so many of you are listening to this. Uh, that, um, And it's funny too because... Because of the holiday break, there's nobody at work right now at Apple, <laughs> at Spotify. Yeah, they're all gone. And we've had no way to, you know, to try and reach out to them to say, hey, is it, are we doing this? Or are we posting this the right way? We don't, we've just tried to figure this out on our own during the holidays. They're going to come back on Monday. <laughs> like, what the hell happened here? You know, they said maybe by the end of the first quarter, we might break the you know, the top 100, uh, you know, on the, on the charts, maybe, but no, we've had, we've had, we have no Facebook ads. We have no ads anywhere. I didn't go on. I didn't go on any TV shows to promote this. We were, we were already at number one when I finally went on the first show on the Friday night before Christmas. Um, and, uh, and then I went on Brian Lehrer's radio show and that we've not really been out there. Uh, it's just, uh, people telling other people about it and we're grateful for that. And we're, it's a nice way for us to start out the new year. And it really encourages us to do the work that we're going to do through this podcast and through these other things we were talking about uh, to organize uh, people all across the country. Um, I have a couple little ideas I'm going to give you uh, by the end of the podcast today that you can start doing right now. And, um, and, uh, but I think uh, we want to get to, the part of the show that is is our listeners participation 
Uh, and um, so we asked you again yesterday on New Year's Eve to send us your declarations for the year uh, 2020. You could tweet them, you could email them, or you could leave us a voicemail. And uh, man, Basil, I've been reading these um, here all, all night and morning. Uh, it's, it's been, it's been an amazing, um, response and maybe we should just get to it. Right. And just yeah, start, let's, let's, let, uh, let's, re- you want to start with the tweets? Yeah. Let's start with the tweets. I mean, we, we can't uh, unfortunately read every single one of them. It, it would, you know, keep us here for hours. We've got hundreds, maybe thousands now of emails, tweets, and voice messages through anchor. But, but let's just start with some of these tweets these are the 2020 hashtag 2020 declarations that we got um after your your call out last night Uh, the first one is from barbara leone her declaration is not to feel hopeless over politics your podcast michael reminded me that the majority of americans think similarly on so many important issues 45 would like us to forget that Mm, that's a great point. That's right. We are the majority. The majority of people uh, go down, as I said, I'll, I'll say this as often as I need to say it. The majority of Americans believe climate change is real. Women should be paid the same as men. Uh, mass incarceration is evil. Um, the minimum wage needs to be doubled or tripled. Um, you know, just go down the list and the American people take the liberal left position on every issue and we need to celebrate the fact that we are are no longer in the minority we are in the majority and in fact the majority of our fellow americans did not vote for number 45 is in the white house mac attack at john underscore mcdone says i will help register voters in my district 11th district michigan oh good excellent that's what we need this is you know michigan the majority of the people vote for Democrats, and yet we have had, you know, for the better part of the last couple decades, I think, I think we have like 13, we have 13 or 14 members of Congress, and four have been Democrats, four or five, and that's just not right. It's a majority Democratic state, and, and yet they carve up the maps, and this is going to change now because we passed a law in Michigan last November making it a crime to gerrymander and to voter suppress. And this is all being switched around and getting ready for the 2020 census. There, the and gerrymandering has officially, we've put it in the constitution in the state of Michigan. It is officially over. And and our members of Congress are going to reflect the will of the people of the state of Michigan. So thank you, John McDonough, out there registering people in the 11th congressional district in the state of Michigan. Thank you so much for that. Which is represented by? The great Haley Stevens. Oh my God. If you have not checked out Haley Stevens, this is okay. So suburban Detroit, these two congressional districts, the you know, white suburban Detroit have been re- represented by these awful Republicans for God knows how many years. And last uh, uh, November, a year ago, November, uh, we all got together and we threw out these two Republicans from Congress and we elected two women, two Democratic women, and uh, in these northern uh, suburbs of, and exurbs of Detroit, and Haley Stevens is one of them, and she is rocking it. Um, she is uh, she's a fighter. Uh, she says what she thinks. Um, uh, it's it's uh, 
you know, you'll read more about her, I'm sure, because, uh, um, but, you know, it's a swing district. So thank you, Mac Attack, there for getting out there and, and making sure people vote for her. Pundits try and, and push uh, or, or pit the so-called squad, those freshman women against some of the other women freshmen in congress oh right as right. if the squad they're so far to the left they're 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 out on on the left flank they're not you know there are much more like them that are 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 you know much more moderate and better and 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 this and that but you know some of these other ones are are, are, are wonderful and should not be pit against the rashidas and the aocs and the ilhans there no in fact if anything i would say i would say Haley stevens uh is the is the non-Palestinian Rashida Tlaib. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that makes any sense or if she would appreciate that. But real, but seriously, she is, she's in her own way, every bit of the, of the vim and vigor. Spitfire. Spitfire, on fire, you know, ready to light a fire for our democracy. Uh, there's so many of, the, of these women that got elected last year that you haven't heard of because the, the pundits and the Republicans and sometimes even some of the Democratic leadership uh, haven't attacked them yet the way they've attacked AOC or, or Ilhan or, or Rashida. But, but I, I can tell you that for every Ilhan and Rashida, there is a Haley Stevens times three there right now in Congress, and we need more of them uh, this coming year. At Wendy G. Baker, for my 2020 declaration, I'm going to help... Get out the vote and oust the moron, a.k.a. 45. Okay, we got a lot of that, obviously, but we also got a lot of this. My family commits to protecting the earth by decreasing carbon footprint. Plant-based foods, no plastic. We stand with Greta Thunberg. Thank you, mm. Michael Moore. Wow, great. Wow, that makes me very happy. But what, who, who do we have next? We have uh, Kimberly Chang uh, at KTChang325. I declare that I will put up my Bernie lawn signs in my suburban Philly town and devote my time to getting Bernie Sanders elected. That's great. That's great. Um, um, I'll, I'll save this for the end, but for those of you who want to do just that, just put up some yard signs, just do this in your neighborhoods. I can't think of a more important thing to do um, on a micro local level, uh, but we'll finish the podcast by giving you a couple of ideas what everybody can do. Um, what's our next declaration? Next declaration. Uh, we, we uh, I guess I should have known this, but we have a lot of international listeners and followers. Oh, welcome. Uh, welcome all, all of you who are deeply worried about the United States. Uh, at Seb Farrell. Hi, Mike. Just heard your NYE rumble in Warrington, in Warrington, UK. It was very moving. Thank you. Here's my 2020 declaration. Number one. Engage more people I disagree with. Number two, become the UK Michael Moore and encourage all my fellow rumblers to create documentaries too. Hmm. And number three, try stand up. Oh, like stand up like comedy. Yes. Yes. His, he's declaring. <laughs> yes. Seb. Yes. Is in addition to this political work, he's going to do stand up also. Yes. Great. We need more laughter right now, especially in the UK. Oh my God. He already made me laugh because I thought he had a physical ailment and was going to try and stand up this year. Oh, I saw so I, I, I misread it, but he's actually going to try stand up. So right. good, good for Seb. <laughs> he's already making us laugh. 
Um, okay, what else we got here? Well, we got via Twitter. Well, we got thousands of emails. Do you want to get into? Uh, you want to get into the emails? Well, let's see. My first one is from uh, Jennifer Carley, and uh, Jennifer says that in 2020, my declaration is, I'm finally um, going to admit I, I am an artist. My art soothes, provides some hope, and has democratically social and environmental things to say. I expect this sexual predator to be considered unfit to lead the country ever again. Throwing him in prison works for me too. Every single woman who has come forward is not lying. As victims, they risked getting death threats. They didn't say something just for the hell of it. If anyone is wondering how coming forward could be difficult, ask a survivor who's willing to set you straight. Wow, that's very, very powerful, Jennifer. Let's see, my next uh, next email that we received here is from Lisa Dumont, and Lisa says, my first declaration is, I will launch a blog and a podcast to, mo- to promote kindness and tolerance in daily life. My second declaration, I will work and or volunteer to get out the vote in 2020. If all people, if all the Democrats vote, we will win. Power to the people. Um, Marie Wilson says, I will continue to plant seeds with people who think that politics is just too confusing, too combative, too insignificant to deal with. I will continue to rally, show up, extend my hand to people who need help understanding what we're facing. I will continue to stay informed and I will get this information from legitimate sources. Let's see. This is from Karen Wallace. My resolution for 2020 is to give up meat and dairy. I started about a week ago after watching two wonderful documentaries, which are What the Health and The Game Changers. Josh Gorell says, my solutions and my declaration go beyond handing out blankets and coffee. Um, I will work to bring about permanent housing solutions to the mentally disabled while forming a support system for those on the street to help each other, which will bring a sense of purpose to their lives, a great step in the path to integrity and dignity. Um, And also he wants to do a shout out here to uh, organic farming and uh, for living in Central California. Well, God bless you for that, uh, Josh. Um, Thank you. Julie Decker, she says, I declare that I will listen more and try to understand people who are from different cultures slash don't look like me. I moved from a suburb in Saginaw to downtown Detroit this spring, sold our family home, car, gave away most of our possessions so my husband and I could experience life in more diverse surroundings. It's Mm. been a great move, but when I am puzzled by others' behavior because it is, quote, it is not what I'm used to, I'm going to listen more, ask questions, and try to understand why. Wow, that's, that's very powerful. Keith Grace writes to us um michael in 2020 i declare to be the best possible public school third grade teacher i can meaning not just teaching but comforting and nurturing souls advocating for children and their families despite the hostile neoliberal corporatist takeover of our public education in the united states and specifically 
in my faux blue corporatist run in sad home state of New Jersey. My profession of teaching has devolved into a demoralizing seven day a week affair for teachers and most importantly for our students. The power structure looks at them as data, test scores, and threatening liabilities to annual budgets and property tax increases, angering the wealthiest residents of our state. As soul crushing as it is, our pay decreases in various ways. In spite of that, I am declaring that I will look at my students as humans put here on this earth at an awfully uncertain time and serve them to the best of my ability. They are the reason I remain in this profession. There's nothing more important than our youth. Wow. Wow. I mean, I hear from teachers all the time, the the demoralization of this profession and and how um, I think the, the average length that a teacher stays in teaching before burnout occurs now is somewhere around five years. The average teacher now only makes it through five years of working before they give up. This is, this should be declared a national emergency. It's amazing. And, and his letter very powerfully states that. Well, who, who do you have next? Uh, Scott Moore. Uh, no relation, I don't think. No, no Scots anywhere in this family. My name is Scott Moore and I'm from Pittsburgh. For 2020, I would love to see a Bernie Sanders presidency, but most importantly, I would love to see progress towards the elimination of the student loan debt. I graduated with an economics degree from a small private college in 2017, and the burden of student loan debt has had a great effect on myself and my generation. The story of the American dream said that if you graduate from high school, go to college and get a job, you can achieve upward mobility. However, the increasing costs of college or secondary education has encouraged more students to take on high levels of student debt. As a result, graduates often leave college unprepared to pursue their career and life goals, unable to afford rent or enter the housing market, and are saddled with a debt burden that limits their upward mobility. Mm. I believe this issue will have an enormous long-term effect on the economy especially amongst the millennial and generation Z population. Mm. Scott Moore. Wow. Wow. That's Scott. Thank you. Uh, the next one comes from Kay Shardy. She writes last month as Donald Trump officially moved from New York city to Florida. I too moved to Florida from my beloved New York city. So my declaration is that in 2020, I will cancel out Trump's vote for himself in Florida. Wow. (laughs) Right there. Done. Mic drop. Well, we can, Anna can one up that one. Okay, good. Let's hear that. From Brazil, my 2020 declaration will be becoming a U.S. citizen so I can vote the asshole out of the White House in November. Whoa, don't say her name. (laughs) She's not a citizen yet. I didn't say your last name. Okay. All right. All right. Oh my God. Yeah. But ice is going to be like on their computers okay. now. Okay. They're going to stop. She's not going to be. Like, oh boy. Was, yeah. They're not going to swear in somebody who's swearing in to vote the asshole out of the white house. Okay. But just let's go on. Continue with her. What else does she say? I have been a resident of this country for the past years and now more than ever must take this step forward. So I, as a social worker in, I'll leave out the city that she's from. Set an example for my Latino students. 
my three schools serve predominantly Latino students, of what citizenship means and help elect a candidate who is for our diverse community. Thank you for all you do, Michael. Well, well welcome. Welcome to America. And let's, uh, it's New Year's Day. Nobody at ICE is listening to podcasts, right? This is their one day off. It's their one day off, and they're, they they all have hangovers. <laughs> exactly. From drinking really shitty tequila, <laughs> yes. which they're, they, that's the one part of Mexico they love is the tequila. <laughs> yes. Uh, so they're not, they're not listening to this today. So I think, no. I think, uh, we're safe. Um, I have started to question why I'm supporting Mayor Pete. Uh, I now I'm strongly thinking about supporting, uh, Bernie. My declaration for 2020 is that I will be a better person to everyone. I will live the values that I think our American, that our America should represent and not the values that Trump has allowed us to become. To me, this is the true way to make America great again. I realize that this is a very vanilla dec- declaration. It's okay. It's a, you already you already admitted that you were for P- Mayor Pete, so you didn't need to be redundant by saying there's a, a, a vanilla-ness to this. Um, but in today's world, um, a little good, being a little good to each other can make a world of difference. Um, Wow, that's beautiful, uh, Lane. Thank you very much. And uh, Lane writes, "Cheers to all the good people who are listening to this and who are fighting the good fight." That includes Ruth Shapiro. She's a social worker, and she says, "I pledge to initiate an American effort to require all preschool children to take a kindness and medication meditation certification. The world and country will be a better place." Ruth Shapiro. Well, so we have, there's a lot of, um, man, I know reading these, there are a lot of people who just want to, let's just live in a world where we're good to each other, you know? A lot of teachers, a lot of nurses, a lot of, uh, a lot of educators of of all kinds. I've written this today and last night. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, John uh, Shetty writes here, declarations for 2020. Number one, no superdelegates, period, all caps. Number two, no Debbie Wasserman Schultzes or anyone like her. Number three, no DNC. They think they know better. They don't. They are the establishment. They strive to perpetuate all that gave us Trump. The DNC has no interest in all that that the American superhero, Bernie Sanders, has spent his life fighting for. And then P.S., please, no more mention or sight of the Clintons. Uh, that's from uh, from John uh, Shaddy. Um, it's good to see people writing in all caps on New Year's Day. It kind of <laughs> kind of woke me up a little bit here. Elizabeth Robson, I declare that in 2020, I'm going to work harder than ever to help bring down the industrial civilization that's mm. killing the planet. Mm. I will write more and talk more about our profound disconnection from nature, the source of all life, and I will build my skills for living in the natural community in post-industrial times. Mm. Cheers, Elizabeth. Natalie writes, in 2020, my declaration is is that I'm going to get a handle on myself to better deal with my son's mental health and addiction issues, issues that are tearing apart my family and this nation. There's no compassion, no resources available, in spite of its terrible impact on so many in this country. And it is hollowing our generation 
after generation out. When I can accomplish that, I will then become a better advocate for others. Wow. You're not alone, Natalie, with this. Um, it's on everybody's mind. It does not get discussed. It's never brought up really during the debates or anything. And, you know, I, th I know that there are some candidates that do care about this. So thank you for, for bringing it up. Well, this, this is connected to that. Uh, Polly writes, good morning, Michael. I declare that in 2020, I will launch a podcast on psychological perspectives on current U.S. politics and therefore the world. This will be my sobering but positive drop in the bucket against the mass depression which has overtaken the country under this mentally ill administration. Big hugs to you, Polly. Actually, there is a podcast that I've been listening to, Madness by Dr. Steven Reisner, which, oh, yeah. which connects psychological issues with politics and economic issues so yes Holly's sounds like it will connect to this uh more of that yeah yes uh Stephen Reisner you know we know him we know him from the fact that he took on the American Psychological Association and um, um and their support of using psychiatrists and psychologists uh, to wreak torture upon people in Guantanamo and these other black sites and he fought this with other um, psychologists in the uh, APA and uh, and was successful in uh, bringing an end, hopefully, to this. Um, so, uh, Polly, that's great that you're doing that, too. Um, uh, this is uh, from a man whose first name, I believe, is pronounced uh, Swaminthir, and uh, he says that he's retiring in June of 2020. So my declaration is than to volunteer for voter registration and participate, including as a driver for an Uber-like app to transport people to voting places um, and uh, to pick up those of all backgrounds uh, so that they can get to the polls. Um, this includes waiting for them so they have a round trip. <laughs> that's, that's a key point. They have a round trip uh, back home. Um, that's, that's a, that's a, is there like, has somebody developed this app yet? Like he says like there's a, maybe he's saying he's going to create an Uber like app for people to use just when they want to get a ride to the polls, no charge. Mm. And there'll be a, 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 a people who in their area will take them to the polls, wait for them and take them back. I don't know if they do this already, but Lyft and Uber should do that themselves. You know, yes, they right. all want to get you know good good PR or whatever. Like this would this would be you know. I have seen Lyft do something like this. I don't know if it's for yeah. voting, but on some days they offer free rides for. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Um, but um, yes, they should they should do this, and uh, this is a very important thing. Uh, because a lot of times people don't have transportation uh, to go vote. Cindy Brannon, once I hit 60, I became more cognizant of the fact that I had many more years behind me than ahead. I declare that in 2020, I am going to love me as much as I love and care for others and maybe splurge on a fine bottle of scotch. Happy New Year. Well, I think that's always a good thing for people to do. You know, 
self-love or, or, or scotch drinking? I, I, I meant the self-love, but <laughs> if the scotch gets you there, um, you know, more, more power uh, to you. We want to we want to play uh, some of these voicemails here shortly because mm-hmm. uh, I found these to be fascinating and it's just great to hear from people who are listening uh, uh, to the podcast. Jeez, uh, there's so many more of these emails and, and tweets, and I can't thank people enough, um, you know, for sending this in and saying what they're what they're going to do. Um, and I'm sorry, you know, we haven't had time to read all of them here. Um, on Rumble, but um, you've really helped, uh, I think, us to kick off the the new year uh, with your commitment. Because we all need to know we're not alone in this. I need it. I need that. I need to know that just I'm not just doing this to hear the sound of my own voice. I can listen to myself all day, and believe me, I do. <laughs> it's just I don't voice it on anybody else. Usually, it's just uh, I have a number of good conversations each day with with me, but. We're not alone in this. There's millions of us, folks, millions and millions of us. And, and we need to hold our hand out to the, to the 100 million or so who, who've given up, who don't vote. Um, you know, we, remember, remember one of our mantras here this year is that it's not enough just to beat Trump, okay, to get enough votes to beat Trump. Hillary beat Trump. Gore beat Bush beating Beating these people, these Republicans, is not enough. They have to be crushed. I'm sorry. I mean that. I mean that in a nonviolent way. But they literally, we have to get people out in these key states. But we also need everybody. Don't think because you live in California or New York, it doesn't matter because these are blue states. The 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 Democrat who wins, hopefully Bernie, but it, you know whoever, needs to see, and the Congress needs to see that they won with so many millions of votes behind them that Congress better not think about anything else other than doing the will of the American people. So that's why it's key for every state to have a huge turnout and, and for the Democrats to please this time have a strategy where you let the candidate go to Wisconsin or Michigan. Outrageous that we let this happen. We let it happen with Gore and then we let it happen again with Clinton, with Hillary, um, not not ever again, not on my watch and not on your watch, right, folks listening, right? Millions of us, it's, it's, we are the majority of this country. We are the majority in terms of number of voters and we are the majority in terms of where we stand on all the issues. The majority of our fellow Americans agree with us. So um, I wanna play some of the, uh, the, the voicemails uh, that have have come in. These are people who are um, wanting to offer their declarations uh, for uh, 2020. This is a great thing about Anchor, this hosting platform for anybody that wants to do a podcast can do it for free. People listening to the podcast can actually call in and leave a one-minute voicemail. And people have been leaving these since we started uh, two weeks ago. And I listen to them every day. So if you ever want to leave me a voicemail, I will hear it. Um, if you write comments or reviews on your hosting sites for these podcasts, 
I will read them. I do read them. I read them every day. Um, so know that you're talking to me, even though obviously I can't, you know, uh, I mean, I have, I have 10 million social media followers. I can't obviously have a conversation individually with 10 million people, but I want the connection. And I know you want the connection to each other and to all the other people that are listening and participating in this. We're going to offer some some very uh, definitive ways that, that we can all do this on a daily or weekly uh, basis. But Basil, why don't we, why don't we play uh, some of these incredible, wonderful, sweet voicemails that uh, uh, came in here uh, last night and this morning here on, on our uh, New Year's Day uh, podcast. Hello, Michael. This is Eric Wolf, born and raised in Southfield, Michigan. I declare that in 2020, we should encourage young people, and all people for that matter, to pursue their art, whether it's as a musician, a painter, a filmmaker, a writer, whatever. These endeavors have value, even if they won't make you rich. We have far too many financiers, lawyers, private equity criminals, techies, and the like. Our culture needs art for its message, for its enjoyment, for its beauty. Parents, don't discourage your kids when they tell you they want to be an artist. Celebrate their creativity. Watch them blossom. There is more to life than simply pursuing wealth. Today's kids know that we've left them a mess. Let's encourage them to enjoy their lives rather than just being a cog in the crappy system we've created. Oh, man, that is powerful. That right on. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, let's, why don't we just, let's just play these. Let's just play these out one after the other. So everybody, you're listening to Rumble here with Michael Moore. And we are playing actual voicemails that were left for me uh, this morning or last night um, um, from people who um, wanted to make their own declarations for uh, 2020. And I wanted to open up today's show to you and to them. And so let's just, these are a series of voicemails I received here uh, 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 last night and this morning. I am going to convince my husband of 40 years that Climate change is a real emergency, not just a problem that technology is going to solve. It won't be easy, but I am determined to do it. Hi, Michael. My name is Tara Hoffman. I am a psychologist in Portland, Oregon, and I have dedicated my life to working with people who are suffering and experiencing economic, environmental, educational, etc., disempowerment. And I just want to say how much I appreciate you um, and the work you're doing. I've followed you for decades and have found all of the episodes of Rumble to be incredibly compelling. Most recently, the episode nine with Anand Giridharadas. Um, I love the idea about the golf course film. I think it's incredible. And it, it's a way to touch on every issue you've discussed, um, even the lopsided nature of the game and the economy and how it's rigged against people, um, most people. Keep doing what you're doing. Take care. Bye-bye. Dear Michael, um, I'm Canadian, so I'll start by saying I'm sorry. Um, love you, love all that you do. Thank you. I declare that for 2020, I am going to focus on all the beauty around me, all the love of people, the generosity, nature, everything that makes our life worth living, because that will energize me to accomplish things and do things to help strengthen the democracy in my country. 
I am choosing not to focus on the day-to-day minutiae of that fucking piece of shit currently in your Oval Office. But I want to thank you and all the others who are doing everything to bring him to account. Thank you. Hi, Michael. My name's Oscar. I'm Australian. And my 2020 declaration is that I will come to the United States and campaign for the Democratic candidate for the election. Hopefully Bernie Sanders. Because it's uh, it's heartbreaking to see what's happening over there. And uh, also because the world needs a good US president for climate and for a whole lot of things. So that's my declaration. I'm coming over to help out. Uh, keep up the work you do and uh, happy new year. Hi, Mike. My dog and I have been listening to your podcast, and we love it. Uh, There's something about your voice that's very relaxing, and I feel like I have a friend in the room talking politics, uh, which is not always an easy thing to do today. Anyhow, I just wanted to let you know that I really appreciate everything you've done, going right back to the very first movie you made, and... For this podcast series, I declare that I will be listening to each and every one of them uh, as I look forward to voting for Bernie Sanders. President Bernie Sanders. That's what I'm thinking. Happy New Year. Hello, Mike. This is Lemis. I'm Syrian of Kurdish descent. And I've, I didn't hear anything about like what happened to my people and what would America do to make it up to them for what happened, the ethnic cleansing that has happened, a lot of deaths. You have no idea what's happening there. And I would like to know that your allies can still depend on the United States. This is this is a bit like hard for me to talk about because like I, I see I, I I see a lot of what's happening firsthand because like I have family there so I I would like to hear from you thank you very much keep up the good work Uh, I listen to your podcast all the time and I enjoy it thank you hi Michael Moore I'm Nicole I declare that I am going to serve my profession by unionizing the nurses in my area have a good happy 2020 my name is Barbara Hay I live in Tulsa, Oklahoma. In 2020, I'm going to take care of myself as well as I've taken care of my family for 35 years. I was widowed young with four children. Now I'm an empty nester with grandchildren. I'm going to move every day and write my books, which may seem diametrically opposed, but the theory is that if I walk off my anxiety over the current state of affairs, I'll be better focused when I sit down to write. I'm a children's and young adult author, and I'm going to get out and talk to more young people about being lifelong learners to do their own discovery, their own research about current events and the things in which they're interested, encourage them to discover their own purpose in life and how to make the world a better place, as I did with my own children. Good morning, Michael. Thank you so much for uh, initiating this amazing uh, podcast. I've been enjoying it, deeply enjoying it for the last two weeks. My name is Nancy. I'm Italian, born in Italy, live in Canada, and I've seen a lot and experienced a lot as uh, as an immigrant all over the world. And my declaration is 
to change the this patriarchal system, this pyramid system, into more a matriarchal system, so a circular system. Uh, anyhow, thank you so very much. You are such an inspiration. Um, happy New Year. Bye-bye now. Hi, Michael. My name is Kayla, and I live up here in Canada. And my New Year's wish is to be a little kinder to people that I meet, to be a little bit more understanding, and to try to make a difference and an impact in the world that we all live in. You are doing that. I am very grateful for everything that you're doing for our planet. I'm sorry that you're going through what you're going through in your country. But please know that anytime you want to come up here to Canada to live, you're welcome. Although here in Ontario, we kind of have a dick of our own, and his name is Ford. But he's no match for you. So anytime you want to come up here, come on up. Happy New Year, Michael. Hi, Michael. This is Nancy calling from Minnesota. Uh, the, this next election, I'm hoping to help organize a march on Washington. If the Republicans win, I, and I'm sure millions of Americans will not believe it, because he, they have all said they're going to break the law, they're going to lie, cheat, and steal to win. So if they win, I'm not going to believe it. If the Democrats win, they're going to say it's rigged and 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 uh, they uh, cheated, and they're not going to leave leave office. I think that a march on Washington is going to be necessary. The people need to come. The people are coming. So I'm hoping, as part of my resolution, to organize a march on Washington sometime after the election. Thanks, Michael. I love this podcast. Hi, Michael. I'm calling from Pennsylvania, where Donald Trump supporters abound in my neighborhood. I have lost a lot of friends. I have disconnected with a lot of family. Um, and my thing for this year is to just stop arguing with them. I'm not going to argue with them about Donald Trump, about the disastrous things he's doing, I am not going to argue with trolls and bots on Facebook or Twitter. I am just going to try and focus on getting people to vote, getting out the positive message of the Democratic Party, and letting people know we just need to get rid of Trump. But I'm not going to argue with anybody about it. Wow. Some uh, pretty powerful stuff there. Uh, I thank all of you who phone me uh, here in the last uh, 12 to 24 hours um, with your New Year's uh, declarations. And uh, I know there are many more of you thinking the same things. You're, you're also welcome to, to send them to me. I'd love to read them. Um, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll do an additional show of them in the coming days or weeks. We'll see. But um, if you just want me to, to read what you have to write, um, to listen to what you have to say, um, I'd love to do that. I want this to be a two-way street as much as it technologically possibly can. So, um, so thank you uh, for that. And um, I, I think I want to close by offering a couple of, of to-do items uh, that um, that everybody listening here uh, can um, participate in and and do locally. Now, I, I we will have podcasts about. We'll get into the weeds of this. We'll get into a little more depth about how you can do these things. But I want you just to start thinking about it here. I want you to start the new year out today uh, uh, doing this. Uh, I know this is the day where a lot of people 
um, are doing push-ups and and uh, <laughs> lifting weights and going for a walk and you know let's all we all want to be healthy. It's um, it's a critical thing. That we 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 can't we can't fight Trump if we're not uh, if we don't have our basic health. So I'm doing that and I encourage everybody else uh, to do that. And it doesn't take a lot. Um, so so do that. That's a good New Year's Day uh, resolution. Um, but uh, there are also some things that we can commit to doing for our neighbors, our community, our country on this day. You know, those beautiful ceremonies that we see of immigrants uh, taking their oath to become a citizen of the United States and they've got their families there. Everybody's so happy. You know, they're, they're citizens by choice. Unlike myself, you know, I, I was born here. Nobody asked me <laughs> if I wanted to be in America. I just was on day one. Um, the people that struggle to come here, to want to be part of this, especially when they know what they know about us, and I'm referring to not just the person in the White House, but all the other things that, you know, we somehow don't live up to what we say that we are, and yet people still want to be here and want to be an American, and they take this pledge. Wouldn't it be great if every year on January 1st, we all took that pledge again, again and again and again, that that we'll defend and we'll support the constitution of this country, that we will stand up, we, we will Im- involve ourselves as citizens of this democracy. It is not a democracy. If we don't participate, it's not a spectator sport. It is a participatory event and it requires all of us, all of you, even if you're not 18 yet, if you're a teenager, if you're a middle school student, you're listening to this, we need you. We need everybody in the game, everybody. And, and so on this day, um, you know, I don't have a a pledge written (laughs) for us to take, um, I could, I could, um, I could try to, well, I could have always wanted to modify the pledge of allegiance. I've never really, I've always had some discomfort with certain things. The original, um, I think the original pledge was written by, uh, a, a Baptist preacher who was also a socialist back in the late, uh, 1800s. And, um, and then words got added to it later and it got switched around and, it became not about pledging allegiance to the country and the people of this country, but to a flag and declaring that we were all under God, uh, forcing those who were not, don't, don't see themselves as under God to be, have to say that and be part of that. But we need, we need something more like I pledge allegiance. How would this go? I pledge allegiance to the people of the United States of America and to this Republic for which we all stand, one nation, indivisible, one nation, part of one world with liberty and justice for all. That's not a bad idea. And, and so here's a couple of things that I want to suggest that you make a commitment to do here on New Year's Day 2020. And then we'll talk about it in the, in the coming weeks in terms of how we can all actually do these things. Number one is, I want everybody listening right now to declare themselves a candidate for office in 2020. Uh, now, you're thinking, wait, wait a minute, Mike, this is a little crazy. 
can't have millions of people running. Yes, we can, actually. I'm going to tell you how to do it. First of all, please, we don't we all know by now that if we leave the job of holding elective office up to the people that we have seen over recent years and decades, where, where has that gotten us? Where are we at? We're bringing down the atmosphere that surrounds this planet. We're killing off species in the oceans. We're doing, you know, I mean, I, listen, you don't need me to go on one of my rants of every, everything that, that these politicians have not. We don't have a single fucking bullet train. We do not have one. We and the British invented the train, for Christ's sake. And we don't have a single train that can go anywhere at any high rate of speed like they have in Japan, Taiwan, China, Germany, France, Spain. Do I need to go on? I could list a lot more countries. They all have this. We don't have it. We don't have it in part because we don't have the political will. We don't have people in there fighting for us. We have them making calls. How many, how many emails did you get yesterday from politicians asking you to give them money on the last day of the fourth quarter, right? Every, I mean, if you're on any kind of list, oh my God, it's, it's, it's mind numbing. Um, this, we need you running for office. We need real people running for office. We need bartenders running for office. Yes, I'm referring to Ms. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Of course, she wasn't just a bartender. Uh, she was a very smart woman who had worked in Senator Ted Kennedy's office, who had given up her time in her teens and her 20s. And then, yes, she was a bartender and then decided, you know what, I can do this. I can run for Congress. In fact, I'm going to run against one of the top leaders in the Democratic Party in, in, the, uh, in the Bronx and Queens. And she just did it. And she wasn't the only one that did that in 2018. Some of you need to think about running for office. And maybe you don't have to run for Congress, but the state legislatures are going to determine the 2020 census and how these districts are carved up. And if we're going to end gerrymandering, we need you in your state capital. I need, I need you to run for state representative or state assembly person. I need you to run for state senator. But if you don't want to do that, you can run for county commission. You can run for city council. You can run for village council. You can, you can, there's, there's, you know, all the offices on the ballot. You can run a lot of them. Oftentimes it, when you vote, you notice how there's no, there's nobody running against them in the primary. In many general elections, there's only either a Democrat or only a Republican on the ballot. This is democracy. You should run. I'm telling you right now, think about this. And, and remember the great lesson of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is you don't need a ton of money. You need to knock on doors. You need to knock on every door. And then you need to knock on every door a second time. That's the most important thing. You need to let people see you and meet you and listen to you. And you need to listen to them. That's the most important thing in running for office. And I know a lot of you think, well, I don't Mike, I don't have, I got two jobs. Uh, I've got three kids. There's no way I have any time uh, to run for office. And I understand that. So there is an office you can run for. It's called precinct delegate. All right. In most states, in most counties, each neighborhood elects anywhere from two to six, what are called precinct delegates for each of the parties. And oftentimes, if you've noticed on that part of the ballot, there's no names on there. Nobody runs for them. 
So the party hacks, the 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 poobahs, they then get to get to pick the precinct delegates that go to the county and then the state conventions. And then we wonder why we end up with people that are not representing us. Why is the minimum wage still seven twenty five an hour? Right, that that on that alone, they should all be thrown out. Seven twenty five an hour. That is still that. How, you know, it, it, there's been no raise in it since two thousand nine. That's the first year of the Obama presidency. All right, that's just one thing. But I'm just saying, there's so many reasons why we shouldn't tolerate this anymore. You should run for office. Run for precinct delegate. Here's what it takes. You'll have to call your city or your county clerk, your township clerk, and find out what are the requirements. It's usually a petition. You need 10 signatures. Literally, it's not much. It's 10 signatures. I know in one place it's three signatures. It's 20 signatures. That's it. You turn that into the city or the county clerk, and then suddenly you're on the ballot. And just all you got to do is just a little, you know, tell the people you know, do, uh, do some social media, let people know to, that when the primary comes or whenever they vote for precinct delegates in your state, that, that they vote for you. If you win, and, I, I'm, and trust me, because there's so many blank spaces on these ballots, anybody who puts their name on the ballot these days usually wins. When you win, that means you go to the county convention, the annual county convention where you select, you select the delegates to go to the state convention. At the state convention, that's where they pick not just the delegates that go to the national convention to nominate the presidential nominee, but to also at the state convention, depending on the state, um, this is where you vote uh, for who's going to be running uh, for the Supreme Court in your state or the Court of Appeals or the uh, Board of Regents for your state universities. Or it, it differs from state to state, but you get to have a say in this. And here's what it requires of your time. Once you're elected, once a year, county convention. And if you're elected to the state convention, once a year, that's it. Do you have two days somewhere in the year? Usually these conventions are on a Saturday, sometimes a Sunday. You have two days to give to this country. I, I'm, I know you do. Run for office in 2020. Declare yourself a candidate. In fact, in fact, my my dream for 2020 is that everybody who's listening here on New Year's Day to this podcast, they will be able to say when they're asked, well, what gave you the idea of running for office? Well, I'm a rumble. I'm a rumble podcast person. I don't think if you don't know what that means, we're all rumblers here. And, and that's how I decided to run. And so, cause I want to be able to tell people, uh, no, 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 I, I don't, I, it's not that I have, I have a million listeners. I have a million, I have a million candidates. You listen to Rumble? Yes, I listen to Rumble. That should automatically imply you're a candidate because you ran for precinct delegate or you ran for city council or school board. Whatever it is, do it. Seriously, do it. If it's school board, I know where, you know, when I was elected to the school board at 18, it, it was one meeting a month. That's it. Some places it's a meeting a week. Sometimes it's two meetings a year. I mean, seriously, there's no excuse for any of us not to be involved. And, and I promise you, I will do this. I will run for office. I will run for precinct delegate in my neighborhood um, in, in Michigan um, uh, uh, this coming year. And um, there, I've just declared my candidacy right here on New Year's Day. Uh, call somebody up and declare yours today. Anybody in your family or friends, tell them you're going to run for office. The second thing that you can do before we wind up here, I just want to have you think about this and then we'll, we'll talk about it more on, on future podcasts. 
a lot of these letters that came in today and the tweets on people were saying, I want to do something right in my neighborhood. You can do something. You can just declare yourself block captain, block captain. That's it. Pick your candidate. You're for Bernie. You're the Bernie block captain on Oak street in, in Traverse city, Michigan. That's it. You don't have to call the Bernie campaign to get permission. I'm, I'm giving you, I'm giving you permission to declare yourself the block. If you got, if you, there's another person or two who have, 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 have co-block captains, you know, try to get a diversity of, of age and gender and uh, ethnicity, you know, just if you can do that. But if you can't, if it's just you, just do it. You live in an apartment building, make yourself the block captain of the floor you live on or the, or the building. So what are you doing for the election this year? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm block captain of the Rock Creek apartments. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm block captain for, uh, 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 for Cory Booker. Okay. Wow. Uh, and who appointed you me and also there was myself and I uh, so so think about that we'll talk about this I'll tell you I'll give you some actual ways that you can do this where you can we can get the yard signs up you can get out the vote all of us have to be committed to, to getting 10 people we know to the polls on November 3rd but right now you got the primaries coming up this is where we're going to decide the candidate we're going to pick the person that's going to beat Trump and we've got to pick, pick the person that's going to beat Trump Wait, did I say beat? Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Hillary beat Trump. No, we're picking the candidate in these primaries and caucuses that's going to crush Trump. That's going to leave us with uh, no option other than his complete removal. And then with that right person in the White House, we can start to fight for the things that we can get. And trust me, we can get the Senate back in our hands. Three seats. Three seats. If we have a Democrat in the White House, we just need three seats flipped. Colorado, you can do this. Come on. Arizona, Georgia, North Carolina, Maine. Are you listening? Maine. What are you doing with a Republican? Come on. We can, <laughs> we can flip the Senate. I'm so convinced of this. We'll talk about this on future podcasts. But folks, on New Year's Day, all you got to do right now is just declare your candidacy uh, you're going to run for at least precinct delegate in your neighborhood uh, for the political party of your choice. Hopefully it's the Democrats. And um, and then the second thing you're going to do is declare yourself block captain or building captain or workplace captain or at school. You go to school, you know, the, your dorm, you're the dorm uh, uh, captain for X candidate. You can do this. It'll feel good. And you decided to do it. On the very first day, not only of the new year, but the new decade, when we all join back together here 10 years from today, we look back on, on the decade that we're entering, we're going to see that we made it happen. We made it happen because we got off our butts and we did it. And we, we realized and we embraced the fact that we were the majority already. It was just a matter of doing what needed to be done. And I think we can do this. Um, I want to thank you for listening to these first 12 episodes and uh, we'll be back again in the next day or two, hopefully. Uh, I know we said this was going to be a weekly podcast and we were just going to do these mostly daily shows uh, for the first couple of weeks here during the holidays. The holidays are going to, I think, officially be over the next few days. So we'll figure out what we're going to do. We'll tell you about it, how you can participate in it. For now, please subscribe. We need you to subscribe. This will really help us when they all get back in the office in Monday, on Monday at uh, Apple and Spotify and Google and Anchor and, uh, and 
Endeavor and everybody. So please uh, subscribe. Uh, so many thousands of you have already done this. Um, we're, geez, Basil, how many listens are, are we? We're approaching, I mean. We are approaching 800,000 eight, listens already. Just 12 days in, or two weeks, 12 podcasts. Well, that doesn't even count this one because we're just recording it right now. So on 11, 11 podcasts, 800,000 uh, uh, listens. Uh, this is like, this is insane. Uh, let's let's get over a million by the time they all show up to work on Monday. There at the all the poobahs, the wonderful people at the various podcast uh, platforms. Uh, let them see that that uh, while they were away, um, there were a million of you that uh, listened to this and subscribed. So thank you, everybody, Basil. Thank you. We have spent months preparing for this. We have spent, we have, and we are, we are spending our time when we're not doing the podcast, doing these other things that we're going to do to organize through the podcast and the other things this year to get this country uh, back in our hands and to do the things we've never been able to do. We are committed to this. I know the people listening to this are committed to it. And, um, you know, I don't have anything else to say except happy new year. Uh, I want this to be a happy year. It will be a happy year. We can will this to happen. And, um, you know, any final words, Basil, from you? And Nick, you're you're off over there uh, doing the tech on this. But thank you for what you've done. And thanks to my uh, family and the others who've uh, supported us getting this thing off the ground. Rumble 2020, we'll see you in Iowa, New Hampshire, hopefully Nevada, hopefully California. Definitely. Oh, yes. Michigan, of course. We're going to be out there. Um, We're going to take this to you. And uh, maybe we'll do some, maybe we'll have some live events where people can come, be part of the audience. People would love that. People would, I mean, people are writing in and tweeting about that. So they they definitely uh, love to see some of these conversations be taped live and in in front of a studio. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Tell your friends about this. Please tell your friends about Rumble. Uh, about this podcast and um, um, and and also uh, for people that don't have the are not on the podcast platforms, we're on YouTube. You can you can listen to this on on YouTube. Uh, you won't get to see any images of us because we're not we're into the sound right now. It's uh, we had somebody write us yesterday that said uh, they were at some place where I was doing a, a thing about you know teaching film, and I said that sound was more important than picture because sound carries the story. The picture is kind of the the nice added bonus uh, cherry on top thing, but uh, the sound, the sound, the intimacy of the sound with each other and letting our own imaginations, our own brains create the pictures. Uh, it's a very powerful thing. It's why it's 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 never gone away um, ever since the invention of, of radio back at the beginning of, of the last century. So um, we're happy to be part of this. We've had a great New Year's Eve and New Year's with you. Uh, Thank you for your participation, and uh, we will talk to you very, very soon. Thank you, everybody. Happy New Year from Rumble with Michael Moore. (laughs) 